Yo, what's the deal? What's happening? Um, welcome back to another episode. I guess the official first episode. Uh, I'm Zig, my boy Marcus in here. What's happening? And we finna just pop it off, bro. Um, what's good with you? How you been? Honestly, bro, I think we should tell a little bit of the people about our past to, so they can know who you are first. You know what I'm saying? Word. All right. I mean, just you want to you wanna go first, nigga? I guess, bro. Well, I was born in Germany. You finna do all this, nigga? I moved to Japan. <laughs> moved to no, Hawaii before Japan. Lived in Japan. That's where I grew up. Shout out Japan. <laughs> then moved to the States. And that's where I met Zulu. My nigga, you're giving like a whole... Yep, a whole spiel. That sounds like the first day of college, my nigga. Yeah, bro, that's the first ep. You know what I'm saying? You didn't even say your name. What I'm saying, you did your introduction, nigga. Did you say his name? All right, bro. Anyway, I'm Ziggy. Um, I mean, everybody that's gonna be tuning into the pod probably knows me. Um, I met Marcus in really. I didn't even meet Marcus until senior year. Like I'd seen the nigga around. I remember the first time I saw bro because we don't have the video up right now, so you can't see him. But bro has alopecia. I remember I I played him. Uh, You went to Ailen, huh? Or Glacier View. Yeah, we was playing him middle school, and I was like, "Damn, that nigga got cancer. That's sad." Because I was in ninth grade or eighth grade, I didn't even know. I had never seen somebody with alopecia before. Hey, you know what's crazy? You know, my hair's actually growing back. I've seen, I've seen it, bro. I've seen a couple of patches over but the I years, mean, bro. I mean, I was thinking it's my body, myself. You could damn near meditate that shit back. So I'm saying, like, yeah. So stay tuned. Hey, man. That would be exceptional if you could meditate your shit back. Um, but yeah, bro, fucking. So yeah, I met Marcus in ninth grade, um, or played against Marcus. Thought he had cancer. Um, then we were roommates at NIC for our freshman year. North Idaho College. Yeah. Then Marcus fucking got kicked off the team and shit, and then. Went to Canada. Not even close to the And then, uh, yeah, here we are. Yeah, back reunited. Like, we never left. I mean, now, now what? I don't know, bro. Here we are. I mean, shit. Tell the people something about your book. My guy Marcus is writing a book. Um, he's going to be a self-published author very soon. Um, so, I mean, speak to the people about your about your workings, man. What you got going? Well, I'm not going to give away too much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? A little but, something. Yeah, we'll give you some if y'all tap into each episode. Mm, tap in. Uh, but the book is going to be called With Awareness Comes Peace. Mm. And it's basically just think, look of it as a tool to help you go within, to take the journey within. Mm. Inside yourself. Inside yourself because... Pause. Play. Because... You know, a lot of people are actually too focused on the outside world. Word. Not knowing. External. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to say it like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So the first chapter is called Still the Mind. And it's really talking about how to access that stillness that everyone has access to, but is not capable of because of our thinking mind. Mm. The thinking mind. That's an interesting uh, frame of words. 
go into that. I want to know about the thinking mind because I've never heard anyone say the thinking mind. Because yeah, the mind just thinks. Thinking. Yeah, the yeah, mind just thinking. thinks. But I mean, as the mind thinks, the heart beats. A lot of people don't know that. Mm. A lot of people think that they're the ones making their minds think. Mm. But, but when did your first thought arise? Mm. Really? And you don't know how to think. You were taught how to think with the language you were given or programmed with. So the thinking mind is just the mind that you're listening to right now. Judge what I say with words. With words. Okay. Um, I mean, that's interesting because how how do you know when you're thinking? Like, you just start thinking. Like, is it your first thought if you can't recollect your first thought? Like as a baby, you're thinking, but you don't remember any of your thoughts from when you were a baby mm, or yeah. the way that you thought when you were a baby. So I'll actually, I'll actually read a little bit of it, of what I, what I have from that first chapter. And what's the first chapter called again, bro? Steal the Mind. Steal the Mind. Yeah. Let me pull it up real quick. What you about to do for Thanksgiving? Man, Thanksgiving. Shit. I'm uh I'm going to the Apple Cup on Friday. Um, but tomorrow just eating. You know, I'm gonna go up to Seattle, eat some more. What you doing? Mm, I don't really eat that much no more, but I'm gonna be kicking it with family. I'm gonna try to bounce around from house to house. Mm. See if I can get some grub. Words. You know have a plan. I mean, hit me up if you're trying to have me over, you know what I'm saying? But okay, I got the book right here. So I'll just read you the first paragraph of where I'm headed. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. There's no true or correct path to enlightenment, nor can anyone bring you to such state. No one can save you or make you become enlightened. Only you, only you can do that for yourself. I do not want anyone to follow me or turn what I say into some belief or ideology. Mm. I simply want others to have more awareness of that which is around and within them, also known as your reality. What is reality? No one can say for sure because it is immaterial, and thoughts and words are fundamentally material in nature. By questioning the nature of your own reality, you begin to realize how your very own values, ideals, and beliefs have become a mental prison for many. Observe how these have come into existence for you, but don't run from it as the mind tries to escape when confronted with fear. Until you are able to examine and observe your own mind without self-defense or denial and see things for what they are as they are, then you will never be able to relinquish your suffering and self-sabotage. When the mind is tethered to any conclusion, it is incapable of discovering what is true. What is known becomes a lie. Basically. Yeah, unpack that because that's heat. That sounds like a real book. That sounds official. Yeah, bro. Just you wait. got one. Just wait. Just you got wait. one. So basically these ideas that you have about yourself mm. was learned from somebody. It was taught. It was taught to you. Mm. And everything that you need to learn, mm -hmm. nature can teach you. Oh, okay. So that's what the foods you eat or going out into nature. But a lot of us still live in the cities or we don't get out in nature much, which is why shit's unbalanced. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But it's relative to where you live because 
here in the Pacific Northwest, we're automatically connected to nature, whether you live in downtown Seattle or fucking Portland, because we're in a big ass forest. And wherever you are, you're always 10 minutes away from the forest or a hike or a lake. Um, So I think that we as a region are a little more earthened. We're a little more grounded in a sense of um, in New York. Exactly. As a sense of self, you know, um, just simply because we have such a deep connection with nature in the Northwest um, as opposed to, yeah, like New York or fucking Milwaukee. I don't know what those places are like. I never been, but I know here we're very connected to nature. Um, and that probably causes us to be a little weird. Cause I know a few of the niggas from the region are weirdos. Like, the niggas in Oregon are very, very odd. There's a lot of odd people in Oregon. Um, and it's probably got something to do with the water they're drinking up there. That oxygen why, they're breathing. That's why I'm drinking this alkaline water right here. You know what I'm saying? Do you know why I'm drinking alkaline water? I don't know, but I'm drinking uh, Bang Energy. Shout out Bang. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna it's put, terrible. I'm gonna put you on it's terrible for it. you, probably. So... But, you know, Western medicine is actually flawed. Okay. Well, I know a little bit about alkaline water. You know, I, I mess with the, uh, <clears throat> what's it called? I like the Essentia, but it's the other one. It's cheaper than the Essentia, but it's fire. Like body armor? Nah, I, I have had body armor. I don't like it. Um, it's the, I'm going to say I don't like it. It's water. But uh, what's the brand, bro? I don't know. It's in that same category as all those, though. It's really good. Um, but I know that that balancing your pH levels and alkalining your water, um, it it like it fights the the acid the acid build up in your body, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's why I was that's why I started drinking it because um, it'll help you fight things that are common in 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 this day and age, like cancer and shit like that. Literally. So I say it in my book. Actually, mm. I say, you know, the body has the ability to heal which means it can heal beyond your limited beliefs. What you mean limited beliefs? So we all believe that we need to go to the doctor for pills and, and chemos and. Well, you know, that's, that's what's cool about the Northwest. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of little low key witch shops around here, bro. Natural and, uh, herbs. Yeah. And they sell that. So I get, I got some tea up in uh Kirkland a couple weeks ago and I've been sipping on it. Uh, Cause I've been working outside a lot, so I mean I haven't got sick. I'm not gonna wood, you feel me? But the tea helps, and these herbs help. And we live in a place where the herbs and the natural herbs are in abundance. Um, living here in Washington and and Oregon and Northern California, these herbs that we that you speak of are in abundance. So it's a lot of natural medicine around. Um, I think it's cool with the whole plant based diet movement. Um, people are becoming a lot more they're coming a lot more conscious of these types of things. And uh, the natural medicine is being available steadily a lot more than uh, times before. Like you can get it at any farmer's market you go to. I know you can in Seattle, Tacoma farmer's markets. Uh, I can't speak for anywhere else, but I know that every time I'm in a farmer's market in Seattle or Tacoma, they got the herbs for you. So, But speaking of that plant-based diet, mm-hmm. you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. And I want y'all, I want y'all to know. I just looked up. <laughs> the turkeys are killed every year. Research on God. 
It says, I'm, it's pulling up right now, 46 million turkeys mm. are killed on Thanksgiving. Big turkeys. You know what I'm saying? Juiced up. On that day. So I want y'all to know how many animals we kill just in America. For one day, huh? I mean, no. It's in every a day. Year, in a year, in America alone, it's like 56 billion. Yeah. In a year. Mm-hmm. And that's just America. And we don't even have, we only have 7 billion some people on planet Earth. What's what's wrong with that? What's going on? Hey, man. Um Shit, I don't know. Eat y'all turkeys. I don't know. But, you know, it's crazy. When it comes to food, bro, literally you can eat whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But the way we do it is fucked up. Exactly. It's not not the way nature intended, which is like the hunter and the hunter. So check it out. Joe Rogan on his podcast was talking about... uh, Because he was talking about... He was saying that he like tried out the whole vegan thing. And then he, he, he saw how everything was working with the like the... The butchers and the, the slaughterhouses and shit. Yeah. And he said that he was like, all right, I'm going to try this for myself. I'm going to try to kill my own animal and see how that makes me feel mm-hmm. and how that makes my body feel when I eat that, something that I that I took down, as opposed to something that's been tormented in a slaughterhouse and seen all its friends go to the slaughterhouse. and Because you get those hormones from these animals. You get that. Like, that doesn't go away when a cow... Because cows are five cents animals, I believe. Uh, we'll fact check that. But basically, they have all the senses we have, um, besides maybe a few, and they can't express shit like that. And again, we'll have to fact, that, fact check that. I mean, that. actually, pigs and cows are sentient beings. Like yeah. people, that means they can feel emotions yeah. and all this. What's, pigs, what's that? What's that book? The Fourth Agreement? The Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. I read that in that. So I have to fact check that. Um, but yeah, so basically, that's what made me stop eating meat, pretty much. Um Bro, fuck me up. I found out that pigs can feel empathy for their cellmates. They have their senses, bro. Yeah, they have bro. they 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 have four senses, and I think cows have five. Um, I think we have six, so it's very close. They yeah, just can't express. Senses? I think so. I don't know, nigga. I'm tripping. I'll Google it, bro. Like, you Google mean that shit. Our five senses. Five. So that means that cows are four and pigs will probably be three. They're just right below us. I don't know. Again, why the fact check that shit? It's not accurate. So don't don't go off of it. Basically, cows and, and pigs are very similar to us in the feelings. <laughs> the feelings. So basically, bro, <laughs> when you imagine yourself, bro, you see and all the homies going away and they're going to this place and they're never coming back. And then one day you walk to this place. Nigga, you're scared. There's fear, there's adrenaline, and that goes straight into your bloodstream, straight into your meat. Because the energy got to go somewhere. And it doesn't just disappear. It stays in there. And then you eat that, and you just ate all those hormones from that terrified cow. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up. And that that can throw your shit off, man, for sure. I believe that. Uh, and I'm sure people argue that. But I believe 100% that that shit can throw you off, those hormones from those animals, bro. Um, that's why a lot, um, a lot of people don't drink milk. I know I stopped drinking substantial amounts of milk because of that. Also, it makes my stomach hurt, but that was another factor. I mean, I used to fuck up whole milk. Yeah, you're sick. You're sick. Like, Only time I'll do that if... Yeah. <laughs> you're sick. <laughs> Only time I'll do that, bro, is if I'm eating some cookies or something. Mm-hmm. I can't fuck with almond milk with some cookies or some cereal, nigga. I'm going to drink the real milk. But it's... Uh, you feel me? I'm fucking organic, you know. Numbers. <laughs> Shit. What were you saying, bro? I went off on a fucking tangent. Yeah, what was I speaking about, bro? Damn. I hate when that happens. 
that shit happens all too often when we speak. Anyway, um, you were talking. We were about to go out on plant based diets, and I, mean, I, was, I was talking I was about you know niggas for because Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah, but you then you went on, bro, and then I was talking about the slaughterhouse. Anyway, bro, I mean, okay, so your book, bro. So you're getting into some real deep shit. You're really you let and I'm, I'm from that excerpt. That's the first that I've that that's I've the heard. First yeah, that's some heat. In the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like, just wait, bro. I have so much. I have so much. Like, it's not even information. It's just. Yeah. It's just. It's just sentences. Like the sentences I place mm-hmm. makes you become aware of what you're thinking. Yeah, bro. And Numbers. What you're Numbers. So, basically, I know. I know it's gonna cause a a little turbulence. I don't think so, bro. You don't think so? Nigga, I mean, there's bro. You know, there's we a live whole debate in... with the boomers and the millennials and. Have you seen those two memes? Man, that, fuck them old niggas. Bro, there's a bro. meme. There's a meme bro. It, was <laughs> like, it was like, yo, when the boomers die, do you all want to change the thing to the metric system or whatever? Facts. You know what I'm saying? But Man. that's really going on right now in America. Mm-hmm. Old people versus young. But they just call it millennials versus boomers. I mean, nigga, that's really social media. Like, I don't have any of these arguments with any adults that they're talking about on Twitter. It's just some Twitter shit, bro. It's just some Instagram <clears throat> shit. Yeah, this shit is corny. I mean, I was I was actually watching the that whole Trump impeachment thing, you know? Yeah, shit and is corny. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm just watching the people that are in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know any of those people. No. And that says, that says a lot about our government. You know I saw something today. Oh, I was listening to uh, Trevor Noah. That actually says a lot about me, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've been off the grid, though, so. Yeah. But um, I was watching uh, Trevor Noah on on Hot Ones, and uh, he was like, a lot of the old people are the ones, he was like, it should be reverse engineered because the older people are the ones who are like, well, now it's changing a lot, but the older people are the ones who really care. They're like, oh, I'm going to vote, and they really care about their politics. And he was like, it should be reversed. It should be the young people because this is shit that's going to affect them. Like, all these old niggas is going to be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you, so it should be reversed. Yeah. But now I think um, it's changing a lot because we're seeing what can happen when you don't take action. We're seeing shit like that. Um, we don't even, our generation doesn't even want to vote because we don't care for those old people. That's why they're trying to. No, no, no. I think we're voting more because we've seen, so? of course, we the numbers for sure up because we've seen what can happen when you fucking don't vote. Like, we the country becomes a circus. Um, but I mean, okay, so like it's wild out here. Like up, shit that's going on should not. It's wild out here. Growing up in my household, they didn't they didn't fuck with Obama, of course. And your parents didn't fuck with Obama. Nah. Why? So so when when you say like so me observing that mm-hmm. I I saw what America went through when Obama was elected, mm-hmm. and I saw what America went through when Trump was elected. Check it out. It's the same reaction from both sides. Check it out, bro. I really. I really dislike politics. I majored in political science, right? You got to get involved. The niggas are making all the laws. Super corny, though. Super corny. Because I was going to go to law school. Um, Then I got sick of school. Check it out, though, bro. Politics is corny. Like, that... When I look at politics, bro, that is, like, the most divided gang mentality you can think of. Like, that is, like, Crips and Bloods without killing. Like, that shit is... Is fucking cult gang culture and like it's, separation. it's man like nigga, it's on some fuck the guys on the left and fuck the guys on the right and who did you vote for and and we've gotten to a place where 
there's no uh there's no middle ground like we can't i don't say we because i don't give a fuck um but i do vote but i mean this shit's corny um but as a country i think we're at a place that's completely divided to where there's no middle ground it's hard to uh to speak with someone who doesn't share the same beliefs as you that's a, that's where we've gotten it's kind of like nah fuck them and and see that's why i'm actually writing this book too and it's very that's a very fragile place to be that's some civil war type shit like that's beliefs what do you mean no to be divided as a country like Uh, that like i mean we're divided as so but we're literally a human race mm -hmm. but we're divided it's crazy as races Mm. or countries or bro we made up countries america is really 50 little countries Everywhere, everywhere you go, if if you're lucky enough to travel, you'll you'll see that everywhere you go is the same. Mm-hmm. People have money, people don't have money, and in the middle middle class, people are just chilling. Like it's like that everywhere, unless you're going to places that aren't technologically sound, mm-hmm. like over here in the West. But have you been to Africa yet? I know I'm getting ready to. I'm really excited. I'm gonna. Um, I really just want to leave. And go to Africa and just stay there until I feel like I want to come back. Like on some Dave Chappelle shit. So that's the first thing. Like, Would you, do you have to get shots if you go Yeah, but I mean, you, know, you just go to the doctor. Niggas go to Africa every day type shit. So you just go to the doctor. They shots know. for what? So you don't get like the. I don't know. It's just like in Mexico, how you can't drink the water. So oh, it's really? like, you can't drink. nigga, if you go to Cabo and drink the water, you're going to be real shit, big shitty. Bro, what the fuck, bro? Water is life. Human beings all but you're not, deserve but water. But you're not. No, you can drink the water like that. Water no, bottles. I'm saying. I'm saying. Even though it's not our country, why is the water fucked up? It's not. It's just fucked up to us because we're not used to drinking that. There's nothing wrong with their water. We just can't drink it because we don't drink their water. We're not used to drinking that water. I don't know. Mexican I can, water. Water from all different countries. I know for a fact because I lived in San Diego, and I know for a fact like, nigga, we were so close to the border that. We couldn't even put our dog in the ocean, like type shit, because he could drink the water and get sick. Damn, that's how close well, you were. You're not supposed to drink ocean water anyway. That's a dog. Dogs can drink ocean water. No way. You serious? Oh no way. Are you dead ass? I'm about to look at that right now. You finna look at what? Can dogs drink salt water? Yes, nigga. Dogs can drink whatever they want. Dogs can drink pee if they want. Nigga, they're dogs. They drink whatever they want. Bro, I'm a dogs bro. literally. I'm for real, dogs bro. literally eat poop, bro. They might not be supposed to, but they can do it. What does it say? <laughs> yeah, it says it can be fatal. Yeah, bro. Dog drinking salt water. But all I mean, consuming large amounts. I mean, duh. It can be fatal. I mean, bro, you think that? Don't, let, do- your, don't let your you dogs think, drinking ocean water, bro. There's whole dog parks that are beaches. What are you talking about? In and Southern California, the water, bro? are you serious? They're bro, dogs. The What's gonna again. tell them to not drink the fucking water? They don't know that. Cause that shit's salty. <laughs> they taste that shit, bro. <laughs> Nigga, dogs literally eat poop, bro. Like they don't give. They're nasty. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, bro. Once you put this shit in there, bro. What the fuck? But yeah, so um, but yeah, bro. I definitely want to go to Mexico. I mean, not Mexico, uh, Africa. I just want to leave and come back, nigga. My dreads be stupid long. Bro, have you ever been out of America? Of course, bro. To where? Uh, Mexico. That don't really count. But Mexico and um, 
What is it? What is it? Not. Uh... Oh, yeah, Panama. I went to Panama for hoop. With your team? Mm hmm. First year I got there. What I came was it like out time. there? Panama. Um, we went to. We stayed in a nice part. We stayed in a five star resort. Both places that we were at in Panama. So that was fire. Um, but we went to the slums. I mean, obviously, if you go on a trip like that, they're going to take you to the slums just to let you see what it's like over there. Um, was it hot? Stupid hot, nigga. What? You walk outside and you are drenched. Mm. Like, even if you're not a sweaty nigga, and I sweat a lot, mm. but even if you're not, like, nigga, everybody was walking around that bitch wet. I mean, it's just like, it's just like, uh, I mean, you basically just walk around with a shirt off all day. And the niggas is on mopeds. It's cool. Um, I wouldn't go back. But Costa Rica is right across the, it's like the island across. And I would like to go to Costa Rica. Um, but I'm good off Panama. I wouldn't like to go back to Panama. Um, I mean, there wasn't really, I mean, we was there for hoop. So, I mean, my culture is real serious about that shit. So we didn't get to really do nothing. But it didn't seem like there was nothing to really do out there like that. Where have you been, oh, like, as you? an adult besides Spain? Who, me? Yeah. Um, you been to Mexico? No, I want to go to Mexico. Right Mexico is cool. I want to go to... Uh, For the cactus. You, you know the St. Saint Pedro cactus? Mm-hmm. I don't know the St. Pedro. What, it, what it's is like, it? It's one of them psychedelic joints. Oh, it's like the frog. It's like the frog. Oh, the toad. I'm sorry. Excuse me, toad. Yeah. The toad. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, I do want to do the toad. The toad The toad would be a good experience, I think. Yes, yeah, it's the I've only heard... I only heard good shit about it. Uh, Mexico is extremely dangerous, though, so I'm probably not oh, going. No, it's not even in Mexico. San Pedro is in America. I mean, not in America. I'm sorry. That was stupid. San Pedro is in, I don't know. Bro. I'm this thing is found in Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, hmm. Ecuador, and Peru. Damn, you're low-key racist. You just called them. Just, you just said, fuck it. Them niggas is Mexican, huh? They're hey, all in Mexico. we were just talking about Mexico. Right. Actually, um... Oh yeah, Spain was lit, but I was gonna ask you, was it did you could you have hooped after college? Did you have a Yeah, I had up? yeah, I had several offers, but they were like I mean, for me, bro, it wasn't about hoop, it's about money. So I could go somewhere and make, you feel me, a couple grand a month and like work my way up, but I'm business minded, so I was like, nah. I mean I have better opportunities here to like yeah. um there's a couple of companies I'm starting right now. Um, one with some family and a really huge investor. So um, that should be an automatic off the rip success. Cause basically we're starting a company that the investor already own, like runs, she already runs one. So basically we'll just be doing the same thing that she does, but it's our company and she's just investing in it. Um, but she's already got all the experience and knowledge and shit. So, that was the easy yes to stay. Um, then I'm working on starting a cannabis company um, back east because everything I'm doing is over on the east coast because that uh, that market hasn't been tapped into like it has over here. Yeah, so, so hey man, you want to get your bread up? Take all this shit from over here and take that shit west, nigga. I'm going for a coffee east. stand chain. I mean, take it east. Going for a coffee stand chain. Going straight into cannabis. Getting that shit early. You know what? 
uh, I'm putting this idea out there. People are probably going to, I mean, people are probably already trying to get onto it. But mm-hmm. when I was out in Spain, Word. they had these things called coffee shops. Yeah. You know, and I was, just, it was like a weed dispensary. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I yeah. could sit in there, roll my own J and drink coffee. There. You could drink coffee. That's what I want to do. Games. They don't have nothing like that over here in Washington. I want to do it in Seattle. Seattle would be perfect. Call that like shit right Lil, Ocean. Call it Lil Amsterdam. Oh, Lil Amsterdam. Bro, stop giving people ideas on here. Bro. Hey. No yeah, cap, right. no cap. <laughs> we'll clean this up, and you niggas not gonna hear this. Because <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a minute. Nah, it's it's fucking marginalized over here, nigga. You gotta have big bread to get a license. Uh, for real, big bread. Um, yeah, it's od. But over there, when we gonna start smoking before the show or during? Um, nigga, when we're not in the library, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, we is in the library right now. Yeah, bro. We got shout out the library. Uh, yeah, man. Um. But yeah, bro. Fucking, uh, but yeah, I had offers lined up and shit. Um, I think once I like stopped fucking with my agent or whatever, like people that had knew me just through the pipeline of basketball, it's a very small world, uh, were like hitting me up and shit. And they all had like connects overseas and they were trying to get me over, but it was a wrap. I was like, nah, I'm to the bag because well, it's about bag? money what's for me. What's the bag for you? Like, what's. I mean, a bag for me is something that's sustainable. You understand? Residuals, nigga. So you mean? I mean, you're I'm not thinking about, season. You're thinking. Nah. After thinking, one season, you're not thinking. What you mean? I mean, like, how? What are you turning down a, a month to hoop? Like, what's too little to make? All the offers that I were getting were too little to make. For real? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, bro. It was um. To what countries? Um, Colombia, and I would have been up in a hotel with uh, my food would have been room service. I had a whip. It would have been lit, but I mean, I'm not doing that shit for two grand a month, bro. That's, two G's, you turn it down, bro. That's poverty, nigga. I'm trying to. Oh, I'm trying poverty? to. What two? I mean, two G's in Col- what's Colombia's currency? Nigga, I don't know. I know what that is in America, nigga. Poverty. Like, that's when come back to the States and have to live with your mom type shit. And that's not what I'm trying to be on. Oh, so I'm 2,000 to... Colombian pesos to dollars? It says 2,000 Colombian pesos equals 0.58 United States dollars. It would be, nah, nigga, I would come back. I would get two grand a month. It would in, be in US. US. So, yes. pesos was like hella pesos. Nigga, I'm not living in Colombia. I'm coming back to America with that money. Yeah, you can. So, the point, bro, right? When you go overseas, mm-hmm. like the niggas that go over and get a bag, right? They save that. But if you're making two grand a month, that means you can't spend shit. Like you have to save every penny of that. What's the difference between you saving it and some niggas saving it with hella bread? Saving their bag. The difference is if you're there for 10 months, nigga, making two yeah, of grand. Of course, that person can have more money, but you still haven't touched none of the money you saved. Nah, it's not for me. I guess. I can't. My nigga. I mean, that's cool. Like, I love hoop and all. But I personally, I don't love anything enough to be poor, nigga. <laughs> I can't do that, but poor, bro. But poor? What is being poor? Um, you think it's straight money, currency, financial. Well, wealth. you know, I think poor is the wrong word. Poor is the wrong word. Because poor is a mindset. And once you're poor, you're always poor. That's a mindset. Being poor is in the mind. Broke. That's a difference, nigga. And I'm not finna be out here broke. I'm not finna go somewhere, nigga, in a foreign country and hoot. 
and come back with nothing to show for it, nigga. So then who so who are you hooping for then? You were to show people that you're hooping. I'm hooping to get money. If I didn't have a scholarship, nigga, I wasn't hooping. I was to the bag off top. Mm. Nigga. Whether that is whatever it is to get the bag. By legal means, nigga, that's what it is gonna be. <laughs> like, nigga, if I gotta go, if I gotta go work, nigga, I'm gonna go work. But yeah, bro, and I mean just um just the things that I wanna do, um, they're bigger than hoop. Cause for me it's about like what's the point of this podcast? I feel like that's bigger than hoop. Why are we doing this? Because this is I like creating things, bro. That's the same thing with my clothing brand. The same thing with anything I do. I have to like if I'm just going through the motions, if I'm not creating something, I feel like I'm going through the motions. I go crazy, like in my head. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, I got all these ideas. I gotta get these off. Yep. Um and I feel like um a lot of creative people have that. But people they settle on their lives too too young. Like I never mm-hmm. thought in my life that hoop was the final end all be all for me because I always knew that I was bigger than hoop and my mind was stronger than hoop because I've always had the type of mindset of a business owner. Like I can, everything I look at is a business venture. It's an opportunity to start something that can sustain my family for generations. And that's how I look at everything that I do. Um, Cause I don't do anything for me. I do everything for my family. So I was like, all right, like I can go over and make two grand a month. And try to work my way up, you know, like everyone does to the to the real money. But it's like I can't help my family in any kind of way with that two grand that I'm making a month. Like, like so I can't, I can't, I gotta save all that to come back, have an apartment like type shit. And it's like, well, I can't even do the things I want to do. Um, and for me, it's about freedom. That's what it's all about. It's about getting freedom, gaining freedom. Because um, to me, once you have freedom, you can really live a full life. And that's freedom from anything like a job that you hate or freedom from anything that just you feel like holds you back. And to get freedom, I feel like you have to, for me, uh, it's all about ownership. Well, what would you what would you be doing if you had everything you wanted? Like, what do you want right now? Um, I mean, really, bro, I just want my family to be taken care of. Okay, your family's taken care of right now. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to Africa. I'm traveling the world, and I'm just like, I'm telling you, bro. Once I gain that freedom, niggas aren't gonna hear from me because I'm gonna just be gone. Like, I'm gonna be living like I'm living but I'm going to be so I won't say living that's the wrong way to put it I'll be uh I'll be free bro free from what from from what from the want from the need from the want but the that feeling one, that of one's always gonna be there. no because check it out so tell me when that one's gonna stop where are you gonna get to in your life I don't know that's the, the that's that I don't know that's the that's the whole journey of it that's the whole journey of it but I feel like I'm free when my family is good and I can just be like, all right, like I can just leave and go wherever I want and not have to worry about if my mom has money for rent or if my mom has money to buy my sibling school clothes or if they got lunch money, anything. They're good. All right, cool. I can just go. All right, I'll see y'all and fucking I'll FaceTime y'all 
wherever I'm at. You know what I mean? We can. So do you plan on living close by your family forever? Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wanderer, bro. I like to, I can't be in the same spot. Um, I can't be in the same spot for a long time. Yeah, I'm a wanderer. So I feel like, um, and I think that's partly because I grew up in a military household. Like my, my dad. Shout out to the military household. Yeah, man. Um, no, nah, that's a rough fucking life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I hated actually, that shit. I was actually out grind. I didn't realize how much I was in my parents' grind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Until I look back at how they were living. Oh, God. You know, they were. You see your parents come we up. Had, we had a babysitter. You, you know, see your parents up. come up. And then my parents. My pops is one of the hardest working dudes I know, you know, mm-hmm. and my mom's one of the hardest working women I know. Shout out. They served like 20 plus years. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, they show me, they show me how to work and I disappoint them because, well, they tell me I disappoint them because they think I'm not, they think I don't want to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's not, I just know that the whole nine to five idea is not ideal. That's slavery. Really, it is. And it puts your mind in a place of that's what I'm speaking on. That freedom. Mm. The freedom of not working for anybody, basically. That's what that's my goal. Like that's how because for one, in any situation I am in, that's a job situation. Um, I'm always trying to figure out how to get out of it as far as like I get my best ideas when I'm working for someone else. Does that make sense? Cause I'm like, what can I do? Like I'm thinking of ideas all day when I'm working for someone else. I'm like, damn, all right, I can do this. All right, this is something I could do. This is a company I could start. Mm, this is a good idea. All day. All day. And that's how I know. Well, I've known since I was a little kid that I probably told my mom when I was five years old. I'm pretty sure she told me, like, I was like, um, it all started because I, uh, I lived in North Carolina. I grew up in North Carolina. And my aunt had this uh, apartment. And down the road, we lived by the water. Down the road, there was this, I like wandered down there with my cousin one day. And there's this big ass house. Um, and that's when my whole life changed. I was like, oh, because I saw how we were living. I was staying with my grandma. And uh, my grandma had like a small, like three bedroom house, um, house that I grew up in. Um, and I was like, oh, these niggas have a fucking mansion down here. And I was like, I need that. And from that point on, I was like, whatever I got to do to get that, I'm going to do it. And as I've gotten older and like experienced college, and I went to college in San Diego, um, in Idaho. So I, let, I met a lot of wealthy people. And what I learned from that is that um, none of those people work for anyone. All of those people own shit. And I was like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. I remember I was talking to the homie Adam one time. Where he's, in, um, he's coming from practice and shit. And I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, I'm going to be rich. I don't know how, but I'm going to be rich. And he was like, no, I was like, I'm going to be rich one day. And he was like, how? And no one had ever asked me that. And I was like, shit, I don't know. But I'm going, like, I'm going to get it. And um, that shit, like, opened my eyes. And then, so I was like, all right, that's why I went to school for political science. Because I was like, all right, cool. Like, fuck it. Um I'll go be a lawyer. Like, I know the niggas have bread because um, I have lawyers in my family and they have bread. It's like, all right, go, go be a lawyer. And then I realized, I was like, nah, this shit is not it because I'm not trying to work for anyone else in any way, shape, or form. And I also hate school. Um, and so since then, it's just been the path of entrepreneurship and 
once I reach my goals and my achievements, and like you said, once I reach my level of freedom, I'm for sure ducked off. Where are you going? I don't know. Everywhere. Like, bro. Okay, so you're telling me because it's vast. Your purpose right now is to get money. You think that's your purpose right now? No, I don't think that's my purpose. I think my purpose is to help. To help my families. I want to do shit in Tacoma. I want to do shit for my community. I want to help the homeless. Everything is to help. I've never... Um, and I think that's when I kind of expanded my mind as to what I can really do and what I can really be is when I stopped thinking about me. That's a bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a bar. Nigga. Right Sheesh. Um, but yeah, once I stopped thinking about me, once I was like, man, I just want to help, like, my mob and that's what every young black boy grows up thinking oh and help my mom but once you really like once that really sinks in and you understand the circumstances and you see what your parents or your mom or your dad whatever has been through and you want to you want to change that so your mindset becomes or my mindset at least became all right whatever i gotta do i'm gonna help do, do you you ever find yourself butting heads with your mom about what? Oh, nah, bro. My mom's dope. Like, For nigga. real? Yeah. I'm, I'm constantly clashing. Well, your parents are traditional, right? Like, I yeah. feel like your parents are more traditional. My mom's, my mom had me when she was 15. Um, For real? Yeah. Wow. So, shout out. probably hella close. Yeah, we grew up together, basically. So, yeah. shout out to my mom. Um for not aborting me. <laughs> um, that's fire, because now I'm here. We in here, baby. <laughs> we in this bitch. Um, but yeah, bro. She had me when, I, when she was 15. So she's always been... I mean, like, when I was growing up, she was strict. That's just because... She was learning. Well, she was learning. And then, my, like I said, my dad, um, he was in the military. So he's in the military. So that's just a strict lifestyle. Um, for the most part, I mean, they were cool. Let me do whatever I wanted and type of shit. Um, and I grew up with my grandparents, mostly with my grandparents, like in my younger years. And then I started being bad and shit. And then my parents fucking made me come live with them. And and here what we are. Being bad. I was just being bad, bro. Just being a little nigga. <laughs> just doing little nigga shit. Um, and they could kind of see and they wanted to kind of hone it in. So I, you know, that's when all that, I feel like, um, Everything changed and they became really strict and all that shit, which I feel like, I mean, to a degree, but that's how they were raised. Um, and that's the times that they were raised in. So it's like, a lot, like you beat way. your kids, you raise your kids strict, like, you know, it's authority and power. Yeah. That's how parents were raised. Um, and so, but once I got into like fucking, once I got close with my mom, um, Cause like I said, I was living with my grandparents. So I wasn't really like I was close to my mom, but not like that. Um, I was really close to my grandparents. But then once me and my mom got really close, like it was, she don't give a fuck what I do. Like just as long as my grades were straight, yeah. they didn't give a fuck. Like so, it was cool. Um, and so yeah, like I was like, yeah, I want to go be a lawyer, like whatever. Uh, they were never like you have to have a good job. My parents were always kind of like, I mean, if you're happy, I'm happy. <clears throat> Whether that's like, well, obviously my parents thought I was going to the league. Everybody's parents think they're going to the fucking league. Like, <laughs> niggas be weak and they're like, oh, so I'm going to the league. Everybody thinks that. But uh, niggas don't be going to the league. And so at some point, you got to get realistic with your expectations uh, as a person and as a parent. 
And so then you start to think, well, all right, cool. And then I, I mean, me and my mom have always, she's always known I didn't want to work for one, no one. I told her that from day one, like, nah, I'm a, whatever I do, I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. So, um, I mean, now everything is kind of coming to fruition. I'm starting companies and I'm doing shit. Um, so it's just a matter of getting the ball rolling and, and the shit is in my court. Now I control the narrative. I'm not on anyone's team. You know, it's my team. It's, you know, what I'm doing. Um, and yeah, bro, shit's all for my family. But yeah, me and my mom, I mean, we don't butt heads about shit. Like, That's cool. Never really have. Like, uh, yeah, my mom's dope. My mom's super dope. Um, yeah, I can't even think of anything. Like, nigga, it would only be over grades. Yeah. Like, when I was in grade school, high school, middle school, that shit. It was just about grades. And that's just because everybody's parents want them to go to college and shit. Um, you know, because that's what they think is the right way. What, bro, what is this whole idea of get a degree, get a job? It's going away. Get a kid. It's going get away. Back, get a degree. It's going away. For that. It's going away really quickly. Uh, I see it going away, too. And I talked to my mom about that shit. Like, I finished school and all that shit. But I've talked to my mom about that. Like, the whole, my whole last two years, um, I just met some incredible people and I learned that you really don't need a degree to have the lifestyle you want. Um, because to have the lifestyle that you want, that I want, um, those people that have the lifestyle I want, they don't work for people. People work for them. And I realized that. And then I kind of started like telling my mom, like, yeah, like this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And she was never like, well, you have to have a job or, you have to have, like, if I had dropped out, my mom would be like, that sucks. Like, you, you know, you wasted all those years, whatever. What's next type shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a lot of people, they get crucified for that shit. Now, my dad, he'd probably be different. Um, we won't even talk like that. I don't fuck with him like that right now. Um, but yeah, everything else, I mean, yeah, I could do anything and my mom would be happy, you know? But it's about having her free and, and that's what everything is for. And and making back to what we were talking about earlier, making two grand a month playing in fucking Colombia. So you were you were really looking it. out for other people, not for yourself. Always, yeah, bro. That's. I mean, like, I think you, that's, that's what it's that's about. Opportunity, right? So you talk about you want to travel, like. Of course, but the thing is, bro. I understand that. Um, I mean, I just ask God to guide me in whatever I'm doing, um, because I understand that what's for you is for you nigga italy's not going anywhere where they might because venice is underwater type shit but (laughs) you know what i mean like colombia's not going anywhere spain's not going anywhere like one day i'm gonna have all the money in the world that i can ask for and all those places will still be there you see what i'm saying Mm. so i think that that sacrifice is key um in any superhero you know made it story you hear about sacrifices sacrifice something and that's how i mean i prayed on it you know because i really wanted to hoop i was like bro like god just give me shit anything because it was dry for a minute and then all of a sudden i started getting offers but then i started getting like business offers business proposals to like come you know help start this family company start this and i was like shit i mean I'm going to go wherever my heart takes me, wherever I feel like God is taking me. Um, And I just look at the long run, like the company that I'm starting, uh, that'll be forever. 
You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That'll be forever. So that'll be money for my family forever, as opposed to me going over and satisfying my, you know, my ego, my selfish need to want to go and hoop and play professionally, just to say I play professionally. Because, I mean, the thing is, I know a lot of guys, I know guys who get money, who really play, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Premier League and, and big leagues in Europe. Um, and they get up playing the G League. But a lot of guys go play pro and they make a couple hundred bucks. And, I mean, it's just cool to say that they play pro and people have this idea of you that, oh, yeah, man, he played pro, but, like, niggas was playing on the 15 of a fucking farm league. Like, that ain't it. And I can understand that about myself. So I sacrificed that um, to do something I felt like would be more um, – It'd be a better opportunity for myself and for my family, uh, most importantly. No shit. Good for you, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, but what was your year like in Spain, bro? Because you really grinded to get out there. I remember we were talking about that a couple yeah. years, two years ago, and then you made that shit happen. Yeah, bro. I hopped out there. I was I went to that thing called the Europe Basketball Academy. Shout out Europe Basketball Shout Academy. Shout out Europe Basketball Academy. Shout out my guy Surgeon. Shout right. out Ivan. Uh, Milos. Ivan, Milos. Yeah, my Serbian guy. They sound Russian. I was about to no, say, okay, Serbian. Serbian yeah. guys. And um, so basically what they have you do out there, I got picked up by the driver, Milos. And actually my first time there was his first day on the job there. Word. And that's how we became good friends. Connect. Yeah. And um, I knew he was, he was a real one when he started talking to me about he likes fucking Eminem and you know like yeah all right, he likes American these, these niggas from yeah, America. Yeah, okay. But <clears throat> basically practices Monday through Friday. Yeah. Um first practice is at eight in the morning. Breakfast is at six thirty. First practice at eight in the morning. Then um lunch at twelve. Then you sleep a little bit. Then second practice at three thirty. And then dinner's at seven. You know what I'm saying? So, but you have, you're, you're really going two, three times a day, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Just grinding, right? I did, I did the one month program mm -hmm. and if they fuck with you, they'll send you on tryouts, you know, if you're good enough and I'll put you if some of y'all are hoopers and you're listening, cause I know a lot of people have seen it, you know what I'm saying? Like the Europe basketball academy is big now kind of, and people are always having questions on how legit it is and this, that basically if you can hoop, you can play anywhere. Mm -hmm. But if you come to this academy, you have to be able to shoot because they do shooting tests and you have to be able to run mm. like literally like that's your old, that's your old. like 36 times around yeah. around the gym in 12 minutes that's your they for testing you that's know? your old. but you know bro, it was really good like i wasn't doing nothing but hooping hooping and napping mm. so then um they liked me but i came in the summertime so they wanted me to work out more in the summer you know whatever because no teams were available, but then I ended, up get, I ended up getting signed with the lower division team that was um, in a different city, but it was still kind of close. It was like 10 minutes from train. Mm. So the people, you know, shout out my guys, they fucked with me over the academy. So they let me, they let me work out. They let me eat over there. They let me do that. And I was with my team. Yeah. They gave me that apartment over there. Yeah, right? I remember. See you on snap. But, um... And bro, when I was when I was out in the apartment, right, it was me. Cause it was 
during. Um, did you get to? Did you see Lucas at all while you were out there? <clears throat> no, nah, Lucas. I don't know where he was at. Nigga, was in Barcelona. Um, he was close. Actually, he wasn't in. He wasn't in Madrid. He was in. Oh yeah, his team was in Madrid or close. To Madrid. Yeah, Madrid's all the way not by Barcelona. <laughs> but it's like two hours by train, huh? I don't know, bro. I don't know. But yeah, anyway, bro. But when I was in there, bro, so I had the apartment, right? And and it was right by the beach. I would go out there and meditate every day, mm. right by the water. But I was so, I was at a place where I didn't need anything physically anymore. You know what I'm saying? I already got the hoop shit. Like, I don't need money at all because yeah. I know it's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. But just being, I had, I had the apartment. I was right by the beach and I would still smoke some tree. You know what I'm saying? Was that shit weak out there or what? Nah, bro. Spain has some good shit. Bro. For real? They have the best purple strains. Mm. Shout out to Purple Kush. You know what I'm saying? In Spain? In Spain. Bro. No way, bro. Oh, yeah. They had the purple. But was, was you said the best. I don't know, nigga, because there's some. I haven't had no good purple strains on here, bro. When I come to the States, when I come to dispensaries out in Tacoma, they be talking about, oh, like uh, purple. What kind of purple? Like, the, it, the name is just like purple punch or something. But, the, the but it don't be straight purple. purple. Yeah, I want some straight purple. You gotta fuck with tree. cookies. You gotta fuck with cookies, my nigga. Right, yeah. That shit out you I'm sleep. I'm trying for some purple gas. Yeah, man. But Shout anyway, out to cookies. Yeah, bro. What I was just saying was, I didn't, I didn't need nothing out there. You know what I'm saying? Or so that's everything I thought I ever wanted. I had it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized it's like this is this is all for me, my ego. So when you said you were, you you took down you you turned down the opportunity because it was something greater than yourself mm. you know what i'm saying and that's what i learned out there in spain really that it's not about you yeah. but that it is about it's you it's not about me right like you living your life is not about you Mm-mm. and you might feel like the main character in your story yeah i think it's about like how you affect other people your interactions with other your people time and your energy in this existence yeah and and your interactions with other people are so important because the energy you give out to people um that should be reciprocated. And it's important that I wouldn't say it's important that people have good uh, image of you. Cause I mean, fuck with these niggas think, but as long as you're putting out the energy that's out there, you're giving out good vibes it's gonna um, return to you. in some way, shape or form, you know, and it's always going to be there. But if you're giving out, you know, bitch nigga vibes, then obviously, you know, that comes back around too. Um, but yeah, bro, I think, your interactions with people are very important in how you how you affect you, other people you know, positively or negatively. Your interactions with others actually says a lot more about yourself. Yeah, it's a reflection of you. It's a direct because everyone you meet is your reflection. Uh-huh. And if you don't like something about somebody or especially your parents, if you say, Oh, I hate when they do this, it's just some aspect of yourself that you see similar mm-hmm. unconsciously as well. That's what gives you that emotion towards you because you're like, I'm not like that. But you're fighting that off. Mm-hmm. But everyone you meet can teach you something let if me, you let them. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever met someone for the first time, right? And felt like like I know you from somewhere. Like, have I <clears> met <throat> you before? Have you ever had that feeling? Well, now for me, everyone I meet, I can feel that way. Exactly, and that's really crazy because when you're not in a state of high consciousness or high spirituality. Um, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Because you're so focused on yourself and your story. You know, yeah, your head. yeah. But then when you realize, because when I, when I look at somebody else, mm-hmm. I see that we're all the same. Everything that makes up your consciousness, mm-hmm. you know, everything that's your past, everything you went through, what you're going through now, everything you see in the future, 
or your destiny, whatever you want to call it. Like every other human being is going through that same. Everyone's going through something. Like their consciousness holds those same things that you think is yeah. so precious to you. Yeah. Like cause we're, we all share this one stream of consciousness and your consciousness directly impacts the world. But a lot of people feel like they don't matter. Mm. But you being alive, you experiencing life means that you matter in the universe put you here for a reason to do something yeah. <laughs> don't sit there and work for somebody else uh, even your parents don't do shit for them either or they're doing shit for their parents I they mean and I'm not saying it's bad to work for anyone everyone has a job yeah, bro course. you have There's to always be, you gotta work until you don't have to work color. but um, it's also about what, what makes you happy <clears throat> type shit it's like uh Whatever, yeah, whatever makes you, whatever makes you feel fulfilled. But I feel like a lot of people aren't—they aren't fulfilled, and they settle with their lives really young. Like you were saying, like it's the go to college, get a degree, get a job, have a kid. That's trash, nigga. Like that's an—that is that's trash. An it's an idea in your mind of how you want to live. But it's an idea that's been put on you by someone else. Mm -hmm. It's not an idea that you were like, "This is what I want to do." This is what this is what humanity needs. You know what I mean, bro? And. I don't know what I want to do. I know that I want to, I know the only thing is helping people. Like, that's what I want to do. I want to create shit and I want to help people. Like, I don't care what I'm creating, if I'm doing a podcast, creating content, or if I'm, I'm designing clothes, or if I'm fucking creating whatever, and then helping people. Now, when we talk about helping people and being selfless and this, that, and the other, your first priority should be yourself. Of course. And then when you're capable of managing your thoughts and emotions, mm -hmm. then you work your way outward and see how you can, how you helped yourself. How can you help other people the way you helped yourself? Exactly. But if, you, if you're still broken, you're trying to help people, but you're broken, you're only going to cause more breakage. Word. You dig what I'm saying? Repeat that for the people one time. Honestly, I forgot what the fuck I just said. Yeah, because like, that was some deep broken, shit, and I forgot what you said. If you're broken and you try to help the outside world, you mm -hmm. try to fix the outside world when you're already broken. Mm -hmm. You're the tool that needs to fix things outside. Big that tool. tool is broken. Mm. You can't fix anything with a broken tool. Mm. And that th those tools, not just... So what tool, needs to be fixed? Like your, your thoughts and emotions. Okay. Because that's why I'm writing this book, going back to the book. All right. Yeah, bro. Let's hear a little bit more, a little oh, bit more yeah, about the yeah, book, yeah, bro. Yeah, I'll read y'all some more from yeah, chapter all right. one. I'll skip down a little bit. Mm. Because what was I talking about? I was talking about, oh, what is reality? Uh, okay, yeah, this is, a good, this is a good little paragraph. <clears throat> I said, the truth is revealed only to those who are serious about making a change in one's own way of being. I want the individual to be able to look at himself slash herself without preconceived thoughts or judgments and see truth for what is. If you are a person who has a dualistic mind, meaning you see things as good versus evil, right or wrong, and I must inform you now that these are just concepts in your mind, and reality escapes all concepts. When you say there is a God, or there isn't a God, both are concepts for the mind. A concept is something the mind needs in order for it to be able to feel secure. And in this quest for security, man has destroyed man, man has destroyed nature. As long as the mind holds on to a certain belief system, or a certain pattern of thought, it will continue to live in psychological stagnation where no evolution can take place 
Not even a single insight into enlightenment can come about. This nigga Marcus made a woke nigga uh woke nigga manual. <laughs> woke nigga textbook, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so you said uh you said duality? Yeah, so okay. duality, I'll, I'll explain that real quick. Yeah. So this 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 thing, remember I we talked about it too when we tried to do our first episode. Our okay. First, first, first. We was talking about death in mm. life. Like if you look at life and death, okay. Mm-hmm. We're scratch that. We'll look at temperature first. You got hot and cold. Cold and hot. You can't know what hot is unless you know what cold is. Burnt up. You can't know what cold is unless you know what hot is. Frozen. But both are the same thing. It's two ends of the same stick. You know what I'm saying? The stick is temperature. And one end is one degree, of, which is a polarity. Mm. And the other end is another degree, which is a... So what we call positive and negative or good and bad mm. are just positive and negative polarities. Mm. Like you need one or else the other one won't exist. So you need death or else life won't exist. You see how that works? Yeah. So you experiencing life? No, I'm jumping too far ahead. Let me just ask you though, why why do you think that is? Why must there be good versus evil? Why must there be God versus the devil? Why must there be left versus right? You feel me? What do you think? What are your thoughts on that? because shit like that is challenging to unpack. Because um, if you think about that, I mean, for one, you don't want to think about it because that's some deep shit. But you got to think about it. You know, you have to you have to sit there with yourself. You have to think about shit like that. Um, you don't have to, but I do at least. And I think about shit like that. And life is not worth living. Mm. A philosopher said that. I what's think his, what's his name? I have some shit right here too um, that I was going to have you unpack. But yeah, bro, go on. Why do you think there has to be that, that, that left that pool that left versus right that good versus evil pool well so you you being in this physical body you only know reality as a human being right now unless Correct. you tap into the universal energies around you but for for right now most human beings can only think in terms of what it means to be a human. So now with that understanding, you become conscious that you are a human being. But I just want to be clear that you are actually more than just a human being. Mm. Okay, I'll just let that out right now. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. But so you experience me and myself, and then you know outside of you is not you. Because it goes back to, remember I was talking about how I observed my nephew of when his ego first came into being. Correct. So that separation happens because of our egos. And so you asked me two things. Why is there the good versus evil and mm-hmm. then the, the separation, you know? But the separation happens because of your ego. and But the, the good versus evil is because of this religious mentality like back in the day think about how human beings worshipped they worship nature they worship the sun the stars the moon you know what i'm saying okay but now it's turned into i remember there was some philosopher his name is descartes or something descartes you know it's like spelled d-e-s-c whatever descartes okay and he said i think therefore i am mm. so we the west has adopted that philosophy as i'm thinking so i exist okay we think thought is the reason why we exist Mm-hmm. But you can exist without thought. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so let me ask you a question. A person that's in a vegetative state. Yeah. Who is to the eye unconscious and in, in, in all medical terms, they're unconscious. They're in a vegetative state, right? Or a comatose state, excuse me. Is there thought? Would you say that a person that is in a in a comatose state has thought? What do you think that is? Or 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 are they just still? I mean, shit. I'm no scientist, but I'm mm. sure you can measure thought. Patterns. How? Uh, yeah. You know yeah. Like, There's brain waves. That's what um, I'm saying. And excessive thinking can probably show up on a. But thinking is not consciousness. That's what you just said, right? Thinking. To be conscious does not mean that you're thinking. To be conscious is to be aware of your surroundings, right? To be aware of you in this moment. A lot of people, like, if you're conscious, then you can be conscious of your thinking. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people aren't quote-unquote conscious because thinking... So thinking just generates, like, emotions in you. And that's why a lot of people are either anxious or depressed. Like, when you're depressed, you're thinking about past shit, usually. And when you're anxious, you're usually focused on future events. Yeah, okay. So that's why thinking... Because thinking is always from the known Mm. or the words that you've learned, which means they're from the past. So they can never be a full... It can never be the full truth. Mm. Does that make sense? Because they're only from the past information. Basically, your thoughts can never, not never, but no matter how much of the truth you think they are, they always fall short of the truth because it's just a concept in your mind. And like I said in the first paragraph of the book, reality has no concept. Reality escapes all concepts. Because what, when we say the word reality, like what does that mean? Like, like, <laughs> no. it's just like we can only add more words to what we think. You know I'm what I'm saying? Like, Google it. Yeah, Google what the... The Oxford Dictionary of Reality is. What is reality? Reality is a sum or aggregate of all that is real or existent, as opposed to that which is only imaginary. So when you create your future, Mm. that's all from the imagination. Of course. So it sounds like to me that you create reality. You create your own reality. I'm a firm believer in that. Just like I'm a firm believer in you can speak shit into existence. Um, Because words hold a lot of power, I believe. Um, It's crazy because words words have so much power, but words have no power. They can't hurt you, but they can hurt you. We got to get off this woke shit. Niggas don't want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's what we're here for, bro. I really think we should call it um, Indigo Info. I mean... I could fuck with Connect the Dots. He can't do Indigo because the nigga just dropped the album on some Indigo shit. That's corny. That's dick eating. That's not, bro. Because <laughs> I've been talking about that before the nigga dropped it. I shit. understand. I mean, a lot of niggas have. Like, I got that. Like, the whole Indigo term. That's from. It's from from children being born in the fucking 70s. I understand. I, I, can fuck with, I can fuck with Connect the Dots tomorrow. Yeah, Connect the Dots is cool. What is he? Dots. D-O-T-Z. Mm, okay. <laughs> Connect the Dots. But yeah, bro. I mean, you want to read a little more of your book, or what you try? You know, let's, let's get off that. Let's get off that book shit for a little bit, man. Um, when when you want to drop this? I don't know. We can drop it. We, we drop this shit Friday in this podcast. 
Did we talk about Thanksgiving? Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, what you going to do for Thanksgiving? Uh, what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving, man? We could talk about that shit. What do you, you have any you have any deep woke nigga shit on Thanksgiving or you just you feel me because I know things well, will be I mean deep. honestly I'm about to Google the origin of Thanksgiving. Hmm. And basically it says Thanksgiving is a federal holiday in the United States, celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah, it but that's not as like, a harvest festival. Da, 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 I don't know, since seventeen eighty nine. I think everybody just broke bread on that day. Like niggas they stopped killing Indians. I'm sorry, they stopped but killing Native saying, Americans. Like, how, how can we believe we broke bread? I don't what, know. What, what are we supposed to believe now? Everything's coming up. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, shit. All I know is... Wait, like, there's something that says, what is the real meaning of Thanksgiving? It yeah, says, but that's that fake woke nigga shit. It says... I need to... I mean, this is a dot .org website. Okay, let's see what it's talking about it says, then. It is a deep thing that people still celebrate the survival of the early colonists at Plymouth. Yeah, Plymouth, giving Plymouth thanks Rock. Giving to the Christian God who supposedly protected and championed the European invasion. The real meaning of all that then That sounds like some racist shit, nigga. Excavated. That's what I'm saying. It's saying, you know, because bro, when, when niggas came over, the Europeans came over to here. and They killed over. everybody, bro. Yeah, so we don't know what the fuck happened on Thanksgiving. Hey, bro, that's what I'm saying. They stopped. They fucking, I don't know, nigga. I'm not trying bro, to do really, some woke shit. Change, bro, we should change it to something else. Come on, like, all these all these holidays, we should change it to something else, a different name. Who's going to change it? Right now. We're going to do it right now. What, nigga? We're going we gonna to call it Grateful Giving. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Thanksgiving, nigga. Be grateful for we something. Gonna, we gonna call it, nigga, stop killing all these motherfucking turkeys, <laughs> nigga. Um, hey, bro, so check it out. What? We're rapidly growing, right? Okay. As a... as a Organism? The fuck do we call this? Uh, I'm so tired, I can't even think. Um, we are rapidly growing as a species okay. on this planet. We're going to outgrow our resources. Mm-hmm. We're going to eat up all the fucking cows and we're going to eat up all the fucking chickens and we're going to, cause we're just going to keep doubling and tripling and doubling and tripling in size. We're not going to be able to produce enough food through these, through our cows and our chickens and our, all this shit. And they are already starting to, I mean, there's already the beyond burger and all that shit, but they're starting to, uh, genetic, not genetically. Yeah. Genetically make, uh, like laboratory meat. That's like laboratory chicken breast and laboratory steaks. How do you feel about that, bro? Because that's some uh, that's some spooky shit. It's a movie. Oh man. No, actually, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to fact check it because I don't know the name of the movie. I don't remember. Actually, a lot of people don't know that the you know the brown cow mm. remember is the real cow. And the black and white cows you see are genetically modified. Oh, I I fuck with brown cows. I seen a little baby one at the uh, petting zoo. Yeah, we love the brown cows. Fuck with brown cows. They're fire. But just like the other meats, like the chickens, like everything is pumped with everything. Yeah. Bro, one time when I was in Canada, bro, like they have this this uh, this bar, and every Tuesday they would do like ten cent wings. Shut up, a. Or something. I can't hold you. I don't eat meat, but chicken wings, nigga. That's my weakness. Yeah, that's my weakness, dog. 
sweet tie. Whenever I get on some cheat shit and I'm like, fuck it, bro, I'm finna eat this fucking chicken. I'm sorry. Yeah, but I, it's straight I'm to chicken. Around, like, because there's so many people there on that day. How oh, yeah. many fucking chickens is that in that fucking? Bro, I hate that we kill all these animals. How can people talk about they love dogs and cats? Okay, because look, you I'm can't, looking. you can't truly. I agree with you. I agree with you're saying wholeheartedly. I, I think it's fucked up. But in order to have a connection with an animal like that, to be like, I love my dog. You have to have a connection to a dog first. Niggas don't have connections to cows unless you grow up on a fucking farm. And if you grow up on a farm, you probably slaughtered your cow. Because <laughs> niggas do that. They raise their cows, they name them, all that shit, and then they fucking eat them. Which is sick. That's some sick that shit to me. That is fucking. <laughs> that no, nigga, family, bro. <laughs> you name this nigga Oscar and kill him. <laughs> name the nigga Oscar, bro. Oh my god, niggas is savages. God damn. But um, so I think that's the disconnect. It's like nigga, you don't have a pet cow. You don't have a pet chicken. Which um, I'm gonna raise my kids. I want to definitely have land where I can have uh, chickens and cows. And I don't. I want chickens. I don't want a cow. I do want a cow, but I'm not gonna have a fucking cow. <laughs> But uh, I might have I mean, a cow. Shit, you can get their psychedelic mushrooms that grow up. I shit. might, and I can use that fertilizer to grow weed, nigga. See, look, the cow's <laughs> there for us. Big buds. Um, but anyway, um, you have to have a connection to animals. You have to have a connection to yourself. No, I agree, because I've never had a connection to a fucking cow, but I'm connected to myself in the sense that I don't feel the need to eat a fucking cow, because I understand what I'm doing. You have to. You have to understand. You have to really sit and think. And understand. Like, how did that food get to your plate? What you're doing. And, um, I mean, either you have that moment or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, either if, if you can look at a video of a fucking cow being slaughtered, we need to take field trips to the fucking slaughterhouse mm-hmm. in yeah, second yeah. grade. Like, Yo, this is what you're eating. And if that doesn't trigger you, this is you're cool. Down. You're cool then. I mean, you eat you eat steaks and you eat chicken wings if that doesn't trigger you. But it's also about feeling good for me. Um, uh, like when I first started my whole journey of not eating meat and shit, it was um, just because I wanted to be. I felt like I need to be more connected to myself, and, and to do that, I have to be connected to everything that's you know around people, animals, all that shit. Um, and so I stopped eating meat. But then I started eating it again because I was hooping and um, I was really busy in, in San Diego and I was fucking broke. So I was like, all right, I'm not finna be, uh, which is not an excuse, but I was like, fuck it. I'm tired all the time because I can't, I'm not getting sufficient protein. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll eat some chicken here and there. I'll eat this here and there just to, you know, fucking <clears throat> have energy for practice and games. Um, but then I would feel like shit because I had went a year without eating meat. And I started back eating meat, and I could feel, the, feel I could actually feel the difference yeah. in my body when I eat meat now. Um, same thing with milk. When I drink a lot of uh, milk, I could I feel really shitty, um, and it could be psychological. But I know one hundred percent how I feel when I eat a fucking steak. What I feel like after, or if I eat some chicken, even though that's my weakness, I do. I ain't even gonna hold you. I do eat chicken wings sometimes if I'm really like if I'm like fuck. I want some chicken. I'll eat some chicken wings. Um, but for the most part, I don't eat any meat. And it's at this point, it's more because it, I want to feel good. But I also understand what I'm doing when I eat a chicken. Mm-hmm. When I'm eating chicken wings, I understand that I'm probably eating four or five chickens right now. 
I'm conscious of that. I understand that shit. Um, but yeah, I think you got to be conscious about that shit. If not, then you don't have a connection to it. And then you're like, fuck it, I'm eat this. Bro, actually, I was watching some, I forgot what movie it was, bro. But it was like some, I want to say it was like an Avatar type, mm. you know, where it was like real, you know, because Avatar is real about the nature. Yeah. Like they talk about being connected. But like there's one hunter showing the guy that after you kill your prey, you have to show your respect mm-hmm. to creation. Because without that, you wouldn't have this chase. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the hunter and hunted type deal. But why was I talking about that? I don't know. But you just brought me back to two points. Nice. One from way earlier, the Joe Rogan. So basically he was like, he went to a slaughterhouse where he saw how it was being done. And he was like, I'm going to try to hunt for myself mm. and see how that makes me yeah, feel. Yeah. Crazy, huh? Wow. Um, and so he started hunting and he said when he would kill an elk, he realized that that's 400 pounds of meat that's going to feed his family for a year off of one life. He was like, that feels much more sustainable mm. than going to a butcher every week. Yeah. Yeah. I kill this animal. I take it to a butcher. I get my cuts. You earn that. I earn that. But also I can feed my family for a year off of that. Or however mm-hmm. long you, you know, I don't hunt. I don't fucking know. But however long. And, uh, and so he said that that feels more sustainable. But yeah, and um, also back to what I was saying, another point you brought me to, that movie, I don't remember the name of it, basically back to the genetic uh, meat. At the end of the movie, it was about like, what's happening now? They were making like genetic meat and shit because they ran out of uh, space. They ran out of uh, resources, nigga, because we keep growing and growing. And at the end of the movie, like they had come up with like a beyond meat type shit. And at the end of the movie, nigga ran up to the camera and was like, the so-and-so burger is made out of dead people. And they're like fucking recycling dead. Whatever. I don't remember. But it's made out of like people. They're like recycling it. That's a movie. And that scares me when they're talking about making genetic meats. I mean, because, you know, where did what happens to the hobos? Like you have you ever seen the same hobo? Yes, nigga, every day when I live in San Diego. I'm saying like they could easily scoop them niggas off the street and just cook them up real quick. They could. But also it was like on some like when you die and they take you to the morgue type shit. They're snatching your body. Uh, are you an organ donor? Of course. Mm. I am too. Because if you die what you need them for? Yeah, nigga. I mean you're dying tragically. Like I think I forgot who told me this. Something like, um, they don't use the organs for good type shit. No, they, they're no. just saying if they see that you're an organ donor, they're gonna not try to save you as fast. I believe that's tr- I believe that to yeah, be true as well. I believe that to be true because yeah. there's people, there's children out here who really need shit, and and people who really need shit, and it's you know help someone, help someone. But um, yeah, bro, I think that's good. We can wrap it up, man. We got about ten minutes left in there, so we can wrap it up. Um, yo, uh, you want to say anything more about your book, bro? Get some shit off. Yeah. Man. If y'all niggas got any questions, you know what I'm saying? Just send in some questions. You know what I'm saying? Hit me as if you Yeah, we're finna make a Instagram for this shit. Yeah, uh, say whatever. Like a Twitter about the podcast. To talk about whatever, more sports, more yeah. this, that. So we're gonna call it connected dots. Nah, that's that's some like fake woke shit. I don't want it, I don't want this shit to be about We ain't fake weight. woke nigga, we wide awake. Yeah, I understand, but that shit corny, nigga. I'll just be out here living an experience in life, you know. I don't wanna push that onto other niggas. So connected dots is kind of that. All right, we're gonna figure out what the name is gonna be. Um and then we'll make a Twitter and IG. But yeah, man, um, this shit will be weekly, maybe twice a weekly. I think we're going to do I it. I told these niggas, if they fuck with us, we can do one every day. 
What nigga? You're bugging. That's OD. No, I'm not bugging. Just that's my word. Who do it every day? <clears throat> we can put an episode out every day. You're smoking, nigga. Not yet. Anyway, um, I'm gonna fuck with y'all probably twice a week. I'm thinking. I think we spoke about doing a therapeutic Thursday. We just come in here, you know, Maybe get some Thursdays and Fridays. Get some good vibes off. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some good yeah. vibes off every Thursday. Um, you know, for the people, um, because you know we fuck with y'all and everybody deserves to have good vibes. You know, we all won on a Thursday, and uh, yeah, man, stay groovy. Um, Marcus's book is dropping soon. Um, I don't really got shit right now, nigga. Just that's it, bro. You know. Peace. All right, man. Peace.